Every so often, a student or a client comes along who embraces wholeheartedly what I have to offer. And nobody exemplifies this more than our guest today. And that's Sarah Beth Goer, who has driven down that entrepreneurial uh, pathway with, with, uh, with gleeful abandon. And we're going to talk to her about her journey, where she started, where she's going, and how you can take advantage of what she's learned in this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. Sarah Beth Goer, everybody. Uh, it is it is always so nice to see you. Not for any other reason than you're awesome, but also because you insist on having a world class installation of the Mike Sock. I know. <laughs> it's just so awesome. That's the original red Mike Sock from the Vio to Go Go days. You were a Vio to Go Go pro. What year? Two thousand fifteen. Is that right? Two thousand fifteen. That's right. Yeah. And since then, one of the things that I've been really excited for you for and uh, or excited for you for, yes, uh, and also really uh, I admire about your journey is that you have embraced the notion that we as performers are freelancers, we're entrepreneurs, we're walking around with our little suitcase full of stuff that we offer people to help them with their projects. And not only that, it's not just the work for hire thing that most performers do, but you've taken it one step further. And I think the first time that I recognized that you were doing that is I had just heard about Gumroad and had mm -hmm. mentioned it in uh, one of the live classes that we taught back then. And you just like made a beeline for it. Tell, tell me about why entrepreneurship is... I guess it comes easy for you or it's something that you like. Why, when some people uh, push back on it and say, no, no, I'm an artist. I'm not a salesperson. Why do you embrace that? Well, I didn't embrace it consciously. I thought that I, I, I was similar to many artists who were like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with the business and I just want to be an artist. But I was in L.A., Things weren't happening for me the way I wanted them to happen. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Twiddle my thumbs or take on things that at the time I thought I didn't want to do. So I produced my first film and I tried out, you know, in your class when you mentioned like, oh, you could sell audio directly from your site. I was like, heck, why not give it a shot? Right. Um, because I was desperate. That's how I began. Right. Um, but as I continued, I and just to back up, I think that you're a wonderful teacher in that regard because you are a true artist and entrepreneur and you're really able to communicate technical skills, entrepreneurial skills and, you know, the performance skills. And so, you know, studying with you was part of me go like what? I mean, even just how you set up VO to go go. I could look at that and go, oh, that was smart. That was interesting. Huh? That's entrepreneurial. That's David with an income stream in addition to his voiceover work. Interesting, right? So you were a model for me. Um, and as I started this thing that I was like kicking and screaming and didn't want to do, I learned a couple things. One is that I'm so much, I actually prefer it. And a big part of why I was kicking and screaming is because I didn't really know what it entailed. And that was scary to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. How do I figure it out? 
But when I leapt into the mess and was just like, well, I guess I got to figure it out somehow, and I started to figure it out, I learned two things. One is it is not as scary or complicated as I thought it was, and it's okay to learn as you go, right? Like sometimes if you're if you're reading sources about entrepreneurialism, there's all these like buzz terms and, and the people you're listening to seem like they have every I dotted and T crossed. And what I learned is like, Part of that is just the ego of using fancy language, and it's not as scary and complicated as some people are making it seem like it is. And part of it is just, it's okay to learn as you go. Like, like that's actually the best way to learn. You know, it reminds me of, um, there are filmmakers who talk about how uh, they purposely, they don't actually, like some filmmakers find film school to be a great fit for them, but other filmmakers go, this is a waste of time because I'm going to learn to make movies by making movies. And I think it's similar in entrepreneurialism. You know, if you spend all that time stressing and trying to do it right, you're going to miss out on the learning path of just jump in, make a mess, make mistakes, clean up the mistakes. You won't die. Um, it'll be, and, and, and that's a, that's a part of the skill set too, is just, you know, maybe for some people, they don't mind if they make mistakes and that isn't hard for them. That wasn't true for me. For me, I freaked out if I accidentally made a mistake, especially if it cost me money and it was so scary. And so that was part of the journey too is, okay, well, could I get better at making mistakes and just like cleaning them up and problem solving? And by choosing to walk that path, I've become a more empowered, confident person. And now weird like problems that I never predicted will come up and I'll be like, well, I have dealt with weird problems before, not this weird problem, but I've dealt with weird problems. So I'm a capable person, so I'll get this one figured out too. Um, so that's one thing that I figured out is like, oh, it's not as scary. It's okay. Just learn. Just fall on your face and get back up again, and then you'll have all these skills that other people will look at you and go, how do you do that? And you're like, by falling on my face 30 times. Like, just just go. Um and then the other thing I learned is that I actually love entrepreneurialism, which I had no idea about myself, but I love that I have so much control over my own destiny. I have control over if I want to make more money, I can brainstorm how to get to make more money. If I want to get to do a more creatively fulfilling project, I get to brainstorm how to do a more creatively fulfilling project. So I like being the leader. I have a vision and I have strong perspectives about what I want to do and why I want to do it. And as an entrepreneur, I'm the one in charge. I remember one of the first projects that you attempted was Cinderella. Because... Yeah, that's what I did the Gumroad project on. Yes. Yeah, because the movie, the live action movie was coming out and it was kind of like parallel to what I did with War of the Worlds. And I think it's really interesting that you said it's okay to learn as you go. I would counter with it's impossible not to <laughs> right. learn as you go and make mistakes and all that. And what I love is that you've embraced this. So it sounds like you started with little sort of exploratory things. And recently, a union which shall go unnamed, I was in a meeting and your name came up and your company came up, your new company. So what do you have in the pipeline that is uh, is awesome? And we won't talk about uh, you know, any of the things that are still being negotiated and all that. But I just wanted to kind of give people a clue as to where your journey has been. You made a movie. You did you did all kinds of things. Where, what are you doing now? Oh, goodness. Well, um, just to sort of put a framing on it that maybe is of service to everyone listening, like this whole path that I'm about to describe all began. I wanted to be an actress and I was in, in L.A. trying to get to 
act for a living. And what I learned is, hey, notice what doors are open and walk through them and then discover what other doors are open and walk through those. And so that's why I even learned about audiobook narration is because that's the door that was open. You know, I was driving around L.A., um, you know, working a, my tutoring business at the time, trying to, you know, make it in film and television. And I would listen to the Inside Actors podcast and your ads would come on. And eventually I was like, well, listen, he has a free course in voiceover. Why don't I just go learn? And then when I took your free course, you mentioned audiobooks. And I was like, oh, how intriguing. So then I took your audiobook courses and I was like, wow, this is so interesting. Right. And so these are not like doors I could have foreseen when I began at the beginning saying, I want to act for a living. But as I kept walking through the doors, not only did I get to find how I get to act for a living, but I also got to find um, that, wow, these doors are actually opening for me because they're the best suited for my personality and who I am. Like, it's even better than I thought it would be. Um, and so the way and so now I have a producing business where you know, in addition to narrating projects that I'm working on, I also hire other narrators to um, record books for authors. And I have just started a publishing company, um, and I'll be publishing my first title in August. And I'm also writing my own first book that I will be publishing under my publishing company's um, label. And um, all of those pathways just were like walking through the next door, you know, like I became a producer because I was working with indie authors to narrate and then I was meeting other indie authors, but I wasn't right for their books or they needed multiple narrators on the book. And so just by, you know, communicating in the community I was already in, it just made natural sense to also produce. And then as I started producing more and therefore I was interacting even more directly with authors, I was like, oh, you know who's really making the money? Authors, because they have the property and they own it. And um, I also got really fascinated about like how they were doing it, like how they're running their businesses and why they were making more money often most of the time than they would if they were traditionally published. And so I like delved deep into that world and um, started my own publishing company did that answer the question? I feel like that's that's what no, I'm no, up to did. right now. It, yeah, it actually did. And uh, you know, I, I, you know, very much the Ivy Lee method thing. I just like to note that I wrote down: uh, notice what doors are open, and then walk through them. Yes, and that I think is something that you do very, very well. You're an OG in our community. Uh, you're a VO to go go pro uh, before we rebranded to VO Heroes. And what I love is that you've been walking the walk ever since it's now eight almost eight years seven or eight years and um i just hope that uh for you who are listening or watching that you look at sarah and you go the possibilities are there if you're open to accepting them and you're not going to know everything all at once you're just not and it pays to install your mic sock beautifully <laughs> Listen to how good she sounds, everybody. Listen, Sarah, thank you so much. I want to circle back in uh, August, you said, was when your first book is going to come out? Yes, the first book I'm publishing, but it's going to be another one or two years before I get to publish the book I'm writing, which is a book about self-esteem for actors. And I'd love so this to this is your This is one you're narrating for somebody else. No, it's one I'm publishing. No, like, no, no, the one that's coming out in August. The one that's coming out in August, I am publishing, but I'm not the author. Got it. 
Okay, great. So, uh, listen, where can people find you if they want to, you know, hit you up and 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 say, hey, I want to do what you're doing? I'm at sarahbethgoer.com. That's S-A-R-A-H, Beth, like the name Beth, Goer, G-O-E-R.com. And by the way, you can watch my feature film there for free. So if you want to see my feature film, that would be great because it was made with all the love in my heart and I'd like to share it. I love it. Sarah Beth Goer with an H. Uh, I so appreciate you uh, sharing your time with us and uh, we will come back and find out what's going on with you and we'll watch your journey as well. Um, I want to thank you guys. If you have questions about this sort of thing, please pop them in the comments below. And by pop them in the comments below, I mean on voheroes.com where this podcast lives, where the conversation is nice and sane and, uh, you know, uh, respectful as opposed to most of social media. Um, and uh, if you think that another actor might uh, benefit from this, might like to hear what Sarah has to say, please forward the link, uh, subscribe, and really crush the like button in honor of Sarah's H. And uh, we will talk to you soon. I'm David H. Lawrence, the 17th. I thank you so much for watching and for listening this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. <laughs> <laughs>